Good morning, and we welcome to the program once again State Representative Randy Fry. Good morning to you, Randy. How are you doing on this Monday morning? Good morning, Tom. I'm doing well, thank you. Excellent. And, of course, uh, today is uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day and uh, such uh, no session today at the legislature. But uh, the first week of the uh, General Assembly session, Randy, uh, looked like it had been uh, pretty busy. Yeah, it has been busy, Tom, and uh, there is no session today. But after today, we'll be back and be going full tilt through the end of April. Um, even though there's no session, there's a lot of work to be done. I'll be working this afternoon on, on various bills, but uh, 334 bills to date have been filed in the House, 370 in the Senate. That's a lot of bills, but when you think about it, 370 in the Senate, there's half as many senators and there's more bills. So uh, many, many of these bills won't get a hearing. Some of them that do get hearings are because they bring Indiana up to current code, uh, federal code. A lot of the money that Indiana receives uh, is contingent on our codes matching federal and so we do that. Uh, it's very common. Another thing that we do with our legislation is we have what's called an agency bill. You might have the B&B or NDOT. They'll bring you an agency bill, and uh, it basically is small tweaks that they want within their agency that makes them more efficient, also may bring them up to federal code. Uh, and so those that uh, consumes quite a few of the bills as well. So not all these are, are someone's idea of new things for Indiana, um, but some of them are, and uh, many of them will get a hearing. And uh, as far as the uh, the bills that have uh, passed out of committee, uh, how many uh, have you had, if any? Well, we had one this week. Um, bill. So, so the way it works, Tom, and we talked about this last week, but mm-hmm. the bills are on a bill list, and the bill list is where the speaker assigns a number and then assigns a bill to a committee. Now, those committees have to review that legislation, determine whether it's a quality piece of legislation. Is it necessary? Does it make good policy? Then you've got to schedule a committee hearing. Well, you can't, if your committee meets on Monday, for instance, we didn't meet until the, uh, last Monday was the first day, so there were no bills to schedule. Even if you tried to have a committee on Tuesday of last week, that would be pretty rushed to try to find a bill or uh, two bills that you could uh, hear in your committee that you felt comfortable enough about. And so my committee, the Veterans Affairs Public Safety Committee, heard the Indiana National Guard agency bill last Wednesday. It passed out of committee 12 to 0, and it'll be on second reading tomorrow. Second reading is where a bill can be amended on the House floor. It'll be the uh, first bill uh, to come out of committee and onto the House floor for the 2023 legislative session. Its uh, author is uh, Representative uh, Chris Jeter. Representative Jeter is a, a JAG officer in the United States Navy, and I'm co-author of that bill. So we'll ha- have the first bill that comes out onto the House floor. And I understand that uh, you have uh, two bills uh, that will be heard this week in committee. Uh, first up, uh, House Bill uh, 1034. That's right, Tom. House Bill 1034. Uh, the bill I filed last year and uh, got some traction, but it was a non-budget year, and so it didn't make it. We'll try it again this year. What it does is it exempts active-duty military from Indiana income tax. Currently, uh, we exempt the Indiana National Guard, we exempt the reserves, and uh, we exempt retirees, but not active-duty. And in most cases, uh, active-duty soldiers are not in Indiana while they're uh, active anyway. 
Another factor that we've heard from many soldiers is that when uh, a soldier joins the military, they can select the state that they consider their home state. And so many soldiers select will select Texas or Florida because they don't have an income tax. And so instead of losing the revenue, Indiana loses them as citizens. And uh, so we don't want that. And uh, so for me, it just levels the playing field and uh, gives the active duty military uh, folks the same uh, benefit that we give the other branches, the, the reserves and the uh, National Guard. Um, we'll see. The bill uh, is heard in my committee, the Veterans Affairs Public Safety Committee, this coming Wednesday afternoon. And then it, from there, it will go up to Ways and Means, and uh, we'll see uh, whether Ways and Means takes it up and if they're willing to move it. But it's, um, I think it's a good bill. I think it shows uh, what we're, um, how much we appreciate as citizens of our military. And another one that uh, you have uh, under consideration is uh, House Bill uh, 1032. That's right. Um, House Bill 1032 came to me from the uh, Indiana Fraternal Order of Police. It's a pretty simple bill that has a huge impact. And this bill says that if you are convicted of critically or fatally injuring a public safety official, you will spend every second of your sentence in jail. You will not get time off for anything. You'll have to serve every second in jail. And uh, I think it's a clear statement of support for our public safety officials. You know, Tom, there's a saying at the General Assembly that's been going around since at least when I got there and probably longer. It is the people that we're mad at, people are in jail that we're mad at, we're going to try to let them uh, get out and get their life back together. And the people that we're afraid of have to stay in jail uh, for a very long time. These people are the worst of the worst that we're afraid of. They've taken an action against a public safety official, a uniform officer, and uh, so... It is, in my opinion, that they need to stay in jail for a very long time. And, of course, uh, last week, uh, Governor Holcomb uh, giving his uh, annual State of the State address uh, to the Joint Assembly of the House and Senate. And uh, among the things that he talked about, of course, uh, public safety and also K-12 through education and also uh, an eye toward uh, Ready 2.0. The governor uh, made a uh, a huge statement of support for public safety when he said that he would uh, increase funding for Indiana State Police. I think that's very much needed. Um, we've been having difficulty recruiting state police officers, and so I really support that. And then um, I have a bill, Tom, that uh, helps fund the volunteer fire service. I don't know if my bill will be the bill that is selected, or hopefully a bill will be selected that helps fund the volunteer fire service. We simply cannot afford to lose the volunteer fire service in Indiana. It's just impossible to to uh, fund it if, if we had to put career firefighters in all of our volunteer stations. So I'm looking forward to that debate uh, meeting uh, this coming week with the Chairman of Ways and Means, uh, Jeff Thompson, Representative Jeff Thompson, and uh, members of the Volunteer Fire Service to try to come up with a plan uh, to uh, increase uh, funding for, for the volunteers. And it appears Governor Holcomb would be in support of at least that concept. Uh, he also announced K-12 funding education uh, would receive an additional $1.1 billion. That's a huge increase. Um, earlier years that I was in the General Assembly, we would put $350 million additional money in K-12, or possibly $400 million. It's a $1.1 billion. It's, it's a huge increase. 
think it's also going to help us uh, recruit and re- retain teachers, uh, something that uh, we certainly need to do. And uh, so I was very pleased with that as well. And then Ready 2.0 uh, is, uh, is back in the budget and uh, will allow for our local communities to have access to uh, uh, money that can be used for economic development uh, in a regional concept where Batesville can work with surrounding communities and, uh, and promote the region. And it's been very successful, and uh, I look forward to uh, another round of uh, Ready to Dine. Anything else, uh, State Representative Randy Fry? The House uh, is uh, currently undertaking House Bill 1001 of the state budget. It is in the uh, Ways and Means Committee. Looks like it's going to be someplace north of $38 billion for an idea for two years. So uh, it's a huge undertaking, and uh, if your listeners would like to watch those hearings, they can go online to the Indiana General Assembly, click on committees, click on the committee you want to watch, and then uh, you can watch live on your computer uh, the proceedings in any committee, especially ways and means. And uh, finally, uh, Randy, uh, how about uh, where can folks uh, get a hold of you uh, during the session? Uh, they can always just uh, text me or call me, 317 all right. Well, State Representative Randy Fry, we appreciate your time this morning and uh, continued uh, success and all the best to uh, you and everybody in the uh, State House. And uh, we will talk to you once again down the road. Thank you, Tom. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To Go, big city convenience, small town taste.